I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every morning, 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, forget all your troubles, forget all your cares, and sleep outside. Also, drop and give me 400. Also, how does it feel to treat me like you do? First, let's do some live dates, huh? January 17th, tomorrow, Tuesday through Saturday, the 17th to the 21st, House of Comedy, Mall of America. Going to be hosting the Triple Threat Tuesday. If you guys want tickets for that, please let me know. We'll give you as many passes as you want. They just want to fill the place up, and I get it. So if you want to go, let me know. Uh, We'll get you in, and then I'm there on Wednesday night hosting for Mike Brody, and then uh, Thursday through Saturday hosting for the Offend Everyone Tour with Aaron Berg and Louis J. Gomez. January 28th, St. Cloud, Minnesota, Beaver Island Brewing for Silly Beaver Comedy. Also February 10th, Paddy Wagon, Richfield, Minnesota. February 11th, St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin at the Dallas House. March 4th, I'm going to be in Northfield, Minnesota. And then just found out February 16th through the 18th, Thursday through Saturday, going to be back at the Comedy Vault in Batavia, Illinois. Hands down, probably my favorite club in the Midwest. Liz and that staff there is just incredible. And can't wait. I'll be back there with my good bud, Adam Ray. We'll give you more information on that as soon as I get it. So uh, today, being as uh, everybody's got the day off, how do you, I guess I'm not sure exactly how it is that you say it. Do you say it, um, have a good Martin Luther King Day? Have a happy Martin Luther King Day? I'm not sure exactly how it is that we should be saying it. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly um, where it is that we kind of came off the rails with everybody thinking that it is 1,000% okay to virtue signal on social media. But boy, today is that day. Because there's a lot of people I know who uh, talk a lot of shit when the mics ain't hot. And then, boy, today they're like, it's MLK Day, everybody. Get out there. Thumbs up. Thumbs up to that community that I completely fucking disregard for the most part. Thumbs up. Uh, Tara, where in Northfield? You know, I'm not exactly sure yet. I will let you know, though. They're figuring out that date right now, March 4th. But, yeah, Northfield somewhere. I like that that city. Nice little antiquing, cool downtown, you know. If you want to get out of Minneapolis for the day and just kind of go see something that you don't get a chance to see all the time, Northfield's where it's at. Plus the home of uh, Jesse James. Not that Jesse James, not the Pornhub Jesse James, but the one who uh, robbed a bunch of banks. Jesse James days. Sarah, day off? Not me. Yeah, there's a lot of people with no days off. I've noticed that. My daughter got up today. I was like, uh, you're going to be late for school. She's like, we ain't got no school today. I was like, what's your plan today? She's like, I'm going snowboarding. Oh, I'm sorry. How are you going to get there? You? <laughs> That's super nice of me. My God. All right. So, obviously, the uh, the big elephant in the room here is that, uh, I don't know if you guys were watching yesterday, but, man, that ended the most lackluster way possible. Fourth and eight. 
Cousins, Hawkinson, he is not going to get there, and the Giants will take over. That's it. Season's over. No big dramatic fashion, very lackluster, just ended? All the Vikings magic that was going on throughout the uh, entire year, the coming back from 33-0, the crazy last plays, the fumbles, the, the Buffalo Bills game, all that, just it just ends? That feels weird. Danielle, that game was such a disappointment, but not surprised at all. I would have, li- listen, I don't like it when any of my friends' teams lose in the playoffs because it's a bad day for everybody. And I'm not like one of those Packers fans that's like, good, glad they lost. I don't give a shit. My day doesn't get di- it doesn't get any better, doesn't get any worse. It's fine. I don't care. My team loses, they get bounced uh, before the regular season is done. Going on about my day. That's how everybody should act towards everything in life. But a lot of people don't. They get all been out of shape about it. Photo Megan, the magic had to end sometime. I would have liked to have seen it end a little bit further down the playoffs. I would have liked to have seen the magic work reverse. Miss a field goal. You, you, you know, you friggin' You know, you score a touchdown. You end up missing the extra point. That costs you the, something like that. Something crazy. Not just you just lose. That's not fun. There's no magic in that. The only saving grace between the whole thing is I love to watch teams lose at home in the playoffs. Doesn't matter who they are. I just love to watch a crowd get silent. It's one of my favorite things about sports. There's nothing more silent than when you are watching game six of the Stanley Cup playoffs and a team at home has a chance to wrap it up. They could win the cup that night and then they lose at home and it's got to go back to the the, the opposing team's rink there is no more silent auditorium than that of the nhl playoffs when it's game six and that team loses it is hands down one of the best things you'll ever watch i love it danielle i would also like to have seen it go further but it is what it is it was a great season and games were nail biters yeah there were parts of it that i thought were were fantastic there were other parts of it that i thought like you know, watching that game yesterday, the second that the Giants came out, they scored that first touchdown right away, and I was like, oh, they look pretty hot. Giants came back and answered. I was like, ooh, that team looks a little hotter. How about the fucking Giants? God, they suck. Oh, I hate them. I don't know what it is about the Giants. I've never liked Eli Manning. I've never liked that logo. I don't know what it is. I just don't like the Giants. I would have liked to have seen him get bounced by the 49ers. Every team that I thought was going to be able to take it this year just looked like shit the last two days. Buffalo, they looked awful. Cincinnati didn't look that great. They won in the last, basically the last play of the game, like a minute left. Baltimore's about to score, and they cough it up on the one-yard line, and then some fat lineman takes it 99 yards. They didn't look that hot. Jacksonville, total fluke. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know who to take now. I mean, I'm still rooting Bills because I want to see him win a championship. And I've been to that city. I stayed one night in that city, and I was like, these people are dismal. They need something. They need a light. They need something, anything. MJ, their logo looks generic, store brand logo. I agree. Just the N and the Y in that weird font, it does nothing for me. You're the New York Giants. Do something giantly. <laughs> sure exactly what the <laughs> what the adjective would be there also it's happy blue monday blue monday falls on the third monday in january and it is supposedly the most depressing day of the year the reason is often attributed to poor weather the post-christmas lull stretch finances and unattainable new year's resolution so how you guys doing on the blue monday because i gotta be honest there isn't too much of me that I am sad about. Danielle, I want to see the bill goes all the way. That's who I'm cheering for now. Yeah, absolutely. I would like that. Uh, I don't know why everybody's talking about this Blue Monday. Yes, the weather sucks. It's pouring here in Minnesota, which we usually get a couple of these days around this time. I was supposed to be in Los Angeles next week. That trip got canceled. Usually the third week of January is where I'm like, all right, we're about the halfway point. I got to get the fuck out of Dodge. I need some sun. I need a beach. Usually I'm a mountain guy, but third week of January, I got to get out. And I'm not taking that trip this year. LA was supposed to happen. Uh, The thing I was supposed to go and do got canceled. So fine, whatever. I'll just have to wait it out. Supposed to be going to Florida at some point in March. So I guess we're just going to wait it out. But this is that time of year when you can tell it starts to sink in, man. The plastic on the windows is really starting to cave in. Everything looks like trash. Now we're getting into like not that white snow, but that weird brown filled with salt and dirt kind of snow. This is not the fun part of winter. This is where shit, this is where it separates the, the, the men from the boys. Absolutely. Ladies, you're included in that too, okay? This separates the men from the boy girls too, okay? Because this is where you really got to like buckle down, man. When you got to put the fucking galoshes on one more time and walk out. Slipped on my ass in my sister's driveway yesterday. Fuck, dude. This is, it's the worst time. Hands down, this is the worst time of year. Nothing fun. All the Christmas cheer is gone. Just goddamn miserable. Reading about everybody else's misery. But then like six weeks from now, I always hate the people because like I haven't even noticed that we are getting closer and closer as time is going on. The sun is staying out just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer every single day, which is nice. You get that extra shot of uh, vitamin D, and I think it's like right now, if you stick your head outside around like 5.30, it's still kind of light out. Not bad. Not bad. But boy, that like 4.45 p.m. darkest shit, that's where it just starts to like take its toll. But then I think we're only, you know, we're halfway through March right now, so or the, through January right now, so I think we're only like... I don't know, six, seven weeks away from it, the sun setting at 7 p.m., which is a it's a huge victory. You're miserable. You're about 15 pounds overweight. Goddamn, kids are driving you fucking batty. Danielle, two years ago, I slipped on the ice, broke my elbow in two spots. January can suck it. I agree. I agree. Uh, MJ, I don't mind it. No, I don't mind. So, there's parts of it I don't mind. I don't mind so much. I got to have one or the other. Either you got to be brutally cold and no snow or lots of snow and be warm. I don't like it when you get you get both. When it's cold and there's a shitload of snow. That's the hardest part about winter, man. And once you just sort of realize it's just a sensation, 
It's just a feeling and eventually it'll go away. Much like happiness. <laughs> just a sensation. It'll go away eventually. Once you sort of get that in your mind, eventually, it makes it just a little bit easier. And then you hear about kids like 14, a 14-year-old Boy Scout from Minnesota made the headlines after sleeping outside for 1,000 consecutive nights. His name is Isaac Ortman. Uh, here he is and his dad talking about this accomplishment. He's treated us with nothing but respect. And- Wrong one. Here we go. Why not sleep outside? This is a Quincy. It's just another form of a snow cave. I mean, my dad went up to our cabin and I slept outside all five days. And I challenged my scout group to sleep outside for longer than me. I'm just really proud of him. He's made some good decisions in his life and he's doing awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm here to support him for as long as he wants to go. Wow. If you couldn't tell who his son and whose father in that, they sounded exactly the same. Boy, oh boy, that kid is a spitting image of his old man. I know, like, Boy Scouts and Eagle Scouts get made fun of, you know, like, they're the nerds and stuff. But I'm telling you, ladies, those are the dudes you want to shack up with. Those are the dudes you want to make sure you got in your back pocket. Because there's a bunch of morons out there, at least Boy Scouts and Eagle Scouts. They're not quite as crazy as military people, but at least they kind of got their shit together. It's one thing to just be a Boy Scout for, like, those, you know, like, we're a Weebelow. He's a Weebelow. He's a Cub Scout. You, you want those people that go on, man. You want those people. I think this kid, what do they call him? Like a silver shining something or another? He's not quite an Eagle Scout yet, but he's getting there. I mean, a thousand nights consecutively outdoors, dude. There's got to be something there that he wants the glory. It's like, well, all right, I can't run a football. I can't hit a baseball. I'm terrible at math, but God damn it, I can carve out a snowbank sleep inside that thing for a thousand consecutive nights every now and again doesn't happen very often i don't do it a lot every once in a while every now and i mean just i mean i haven't done it in years but there's been a few times like uh the last time i did it north shore gooseberry falls stayed right on the edge of lake superior giant ass cliff i went out there with my camera i took a cot and a sleeping bag and I set it up and just slept under the stars. It's been like three, four years since I've done that. And it was hands down maybe one of the best experiences I've had. You essentially just go to bed with your eyes wide open. Just staring at it, shooting stars all over the place. You let your eyes adjust and it is magnificent. It's been a while though. Uh, Nate Hood. Nobody is more annoying and simultaneously more nice than an Eagle Scout. Yeah. There is a little bit of that too, because you kind of you like them because they're they're handy. They kind of got their shit together, but they're also super annoying. It's like, yeah, we get it, kid. You fucking fastened a canoe out of a piece of tree bark and a thumbnail. We get it. You're super goddamn handy. Now, could you shut the fuck up about it? Because the rest of us kind of lazy. We don't need to get shown up by some fourteen year old. You little turd. Hit the bricks. Texas football coach is on leave after some of his players needed medical attention and some were hospitalized. Apparently, Coach Jim Harrell had his players do 400 push-ups during the workout. Here's the captain of the team, Brady, and his mother defending the coach. He's treated us with nothing but respect, and he loves every single one of us like his own. So if anything was going on with this situation that I thought these kids were being harmed, I would have been the first person up at the principal's office or wherever I need to go to have this shut down. Yeah, let's not forget about this, everybody that uh, there's a bunch of pussies out there nowadays. 
who when an adult makes them do something that they don't want to do when it comes to physical activities, they complain to their parents. And instead of their parents being like, well, maybe you guys should have stopped playing grab ass out on the field. Or maybe you guys should have had your shit together. Or maybe you should have studied the playbook a little bit more. They go, how dare that coach? How dare, how very dare he make my son try to do 400 push-ups? I can't imagine. First off, it is anybody in the most physical peaks of their life. I, let's check. Let's let's Google this real quick. World record for most push-ups. Okay. So the most push-ups you can do. The Guinness World Records, 101 push-ups in 30 seconds, all right? I imagine that this coach would not make you do 400. And what kid has to be hospitalized after you, after he did push-ups? Come on. Most push-ups in one hour. In one hour is 3,182. Okay, you're a 15-year-old football player. Even if you did them girl-style with your knees on the goddamn ground... You still should be able to... I wouldn't expect you to do 400 in a row. Now, if this guy was, like, in their face and screaming at them and push, grabbing them by their shirt and pulling them up and... But at some point, I imagine that there's other adults around, there's other kids. If that kid was like, Coach, I'm done, I can't do anymore. That kid can still get up and get off the goddamn field. I hate that we, like, cater down towards children nowadays, man. I can never imagine trying to do 400 push-ups. I don't want to do them. But if somebody's like, hey, we ain't leaving here until you get all 400 push-ups done. If it takes an hour, I'd be like, that's absolutely. Fuck yes. Uh, Shelly, that is excessive, but kids have to be held accountable and stop being coddled. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I imagine if you got to like 257 and you're like, coach, my arms are dead. I cannot do another push-up. He'd be like, all right, have you learned your goddamn lesson? Good. Now, hit the showers. Listen, listen. Listen here, Brady. Well, that's a bad name because that was the kid who was actually defending him. But, okay, other Brady. Brady S. Not Brady L. Brady S. Brady S and Brady P. Take a note from Brady L. When it comes time for you to, you know, make arrears for the things that you've done, sometimes, God damn it, you got to get your ass in gear. I don't, I don't take this. Uh, listen, this coach did exactly what he's supposed to do. And when you hear stuff like that, especially like a parent and one of the captains of the co of the team go, dude, he loves us. The guy's been around for 10 years making it happen. We are a championship football team because of this guy. Obviously, he's doing something right. Angers me that these parents are like, listen, my little boy can't do 400 push-ups. No, I get that. And the point is not to make him do 400 push-ups. The point is to teach his ass that whatever he did is unacceptable and there's going to be consequences. Because there's not a lot of bosses out there when you fuck up that'd be like, do 400 push-ups and you can still keep your job. They will just can your ass and then they will find somebody else who is better at it. So when a guy's like, 400 push-ups, here we go. I don't know. I'd sit and i listen to these like, these parents and these people talk about this stuff, man. And like, and not that I, I, I listen, none of us have ever had to like chop our own firewood. We've basically all woke up and there's always been like central AC. We've all had cable. We live a very easy life compared to what it was back in the day. We don't grow our own crops. You know, 
We talk about chores. We're like, I got to go to the grocery store. It's like, no, you should be in the backfield tending to the wheat. You should be out there trying to like churn butter. That's a chore. You going to the goddamn grocery store in your midsize SUV, your Honda CRV, and loading up with a bunch of groceries for 100 bucks, and then getting a $5 gift card because you bought four things of Old Spice deodorant and then you go get a cappuccino. I'm just saying, that's not work. You having to bust your ass, you know, you better get some goddamn whale blubber because we got to light these lamps, okay? <laughs> that's work. That is work. Uh, let's see. We got a couple of comments. Danielle reminds me of my dad used to have my brother and I jump in place on concrete floors when we were roughhousing. He always asked us if we had learned our lesson. Yeah. At some point, it's not about the amount. It's just like, Hey, uh, you gotta be done. You gotta be done. Uh, MJ, I'm wondering if there was a Corey Stringer situation. Like, I don't think the Corey Stringer situation was like coaches like, you better bust your ass and get moving. I think that was, I, if I remember correctly, basically they had said, mm, listen, uh, obviously it was super hot. He kind of had a couple of pre-existing conditions under him, and this was bound to happen anyways. I think we've talked about this before, like the NCAA basketball player who jumped up six inches off the ground to make a three-pointer when he landed, his goddamn shin went to a 90-degree angle. The doctors were like, if it hadn't happened on the court, it was going to happen with him walking up the stairs. Like, this was bound to happen. I don't think that making kids do push-ups for dicking around that practice should be considered a worthy offense to get you ousted from your job, is all I'm saying. I don't think that you should be forcing them, but at the same time, like, you got to have a little bit of accountability, man. We take all these kids nowadays and just be like... Listen, my little boy can't do that. And he's going to, yeah, he's going to be just fine, but he's not going to be able to play here. Okay. Let him go find something else to do. If that's the case, more than welcome to, there's tons of sports, there's tons of activities, but this is where this happens. <laughs> you know, like I hated playing football. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. I was terrible. I was bad. I sucked. I never wanted to play. Nobody supported me. Fucking dude, senior night, I was out on the field by myself. No parents. All my other friends, a lot of parents, not one. Me standing out there, the worst episode of The Bachelor ever. Me by myself with a rose in my hand. <laughs> it sucked. I wish somebody would have pulled me aside and been like, you should go do plays. You should go do that stuff. You're, you're a creative. You're not a football player. Listen, kid, you're slow. You suck. You're short. You get beat every time. You should, that would have been nice. But instead, because it's Hibbing, Minnesota, and there's nothing else going on, I stuck it out, and I look at it all that time as a huge, massive waste. What an absolute waste of time and resources. So anyways, I'm just saying. Uh, I do appreciate the team building that it caused. Uh, it definitely made me get my ass in gear. Because of that, I, I've definitely lived a life that has been active. Go to the gym quite often. It became a, became a habit from going to the weight room with all the fellas when I was 16, 17 years old. I've sort of lived in that bubble. Very seldom do I ever get out of the, the habit of like being active, running, going to the gym, jogging, something, anything. And it all started with that base of football. But, hey man, if, uh, if you ain't willing to do what the coaches ask of you and then they reprimand you and then you get angry about it, maybe that's not the coach's fault. Maybe it's time for you to go find a different activity. Because let's be honest, man, if you ain't willing to do that and participate, 
you should go find something else to do. Let this coach coach the way he coaches because it looks like things have been uh, pretty goddamn good up until now. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every single morning, 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You guys are the best. Have yourselves a fantastic day. We'll be back tomorrow for another episode of A Long Walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.